Always two there are, a master and an apprentice. One to embody power and one to crave it. I'm the master, Dan. And I'm the apprentice, Jake. Welcome to the eighth episode. Eighth, eighth episode. Master and apprentice. If you're watching this, The Clone Wars has come out yesterday. Although for us, it's tomorrow. Or, oh, you're right. Because we're recording two days early. Okay. Um, so here's our review. It was very good. Uh, <laughs> Love the first I, episode. It was amazing. This is all we're talking about today. Yeah. Anyway, what are we talking about, Jake? We are talking about Revenge of the Sith. We're back at it. Back, yeah, back, at the back to the movies. Back to the movies. So, this movie I was the first Star Wars movie I saw in theaters. I, you know, I, I don't know if I re- can remember. I never saw a Star Wars movie in theaters until um, Force Awakens. So you've seen every every Star Wars movie you've seen in theaters, you've seen with me then? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so I discovered Attack of the Clones was how I got in. Yeah. And then I've watched every Star Wars movie leading up to this mm-hmm. and begged my dad to take me and he took me opening night and it was packed. That's awesome. And uh, it was awesome and I cried. Because I was like... I cried too. Seven. I cried when I saw it for the first time. I was seven and all this horrible stuff happened. And I knew it was happening because I would seen the other movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, me too. No, my dad showed me these three first. Oh, yeah? Before showing me the other ones. So, my dad, like I said, he's not a huge Star Wars guy, right. so he didn't know there's a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. So he's like, here, watch these. And so I saw two first. Oh, okay. And then one, then the original trilogy. Right. And then three when it came out. Mm. And uh, so I kind of already knew when Anakin turned into Vader, I wasn't like... (gasps) Right. I I cried still. Yeah. Like, but we'll get into that later because I I talked about it. You cried this last time you watched it? No. (laughs) No. No, I did not. Baby. Uh, So you you texted me last night and said it's the first time you've watched it in a while. First time I've watched it all the way through because most of the times I'm putting on Star Wars to go to sleep. Yeah. So unless it's Return of the Jedi, and then I watch that all yeah. the way through. But most of the times I'm watching to go to sleep. I haven't even. I, most times I don't even make it to Kashyyyk. Like I'm watching like the first twenty minutes and I'm out. So yeah, it was good to watch it all the way through because it's definitely the best prequel movie in my opinion. Well, I, see, no, I don't know. Because I would rather watch Clone Wars over and over again than watch this again. Wow. Because Anakin is so much better in the Clone Wars. I like him in the prequels. I... He's okay, but he, he's just... just that much more whiny. Hmm. And he, he seems... like... too dependent in the movies. You know, he has his own Padawan in the Clone Wars, and he's, like, independent, and he's a commander or a general. So, I don't know. I think I like the way Clone Wars portrays him more. But I feel like Clone Wars Anakin wouldn't have turned to the dark side. Even though he does. He does, because he's the same guy. Right, he's the same guy, but anyways, you know. Alright, well, let's get into it. Yes. Well, the crawl starts, and the weirdest first sentence... In a crawl ever. War. War. Um, I guess because there wasn't the Clone Wars when this came out. Mm-hmm. They were trying to be like, hey, we've been in a war for a while. And mm-hmm. try and keep that on. I noticed a another good line on the crawl, which is, heroes on both sides, evil is everywhere. So they're acknowledging the Separatists aren't all bad. They're just controlled by yeah. evil, which the right. Republic is also under control of evil right now. 
they're both controlled by the same guy, so. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not what, what possible. What are you talking about? No, it's clouded. You can't tell. Anyway. And it says that uh, Count Dooku is the Sith Lord. Yeah. And I'm like, well. He's a Sith Lord. He's not the Sith Lord. He's not the Sith Lord. He, he's a Sith Lord? He's past apprentice at this point? Well, yeah. I mean, he's still his apprentice, but he's a Sith Lord. Oh. Okay. Vader's a Sith Lord, too. He's just not the oh, master. No. But, like, Darth Maul wasn't. Mm. It's hard to really say. They never called him a Sith Lord, but. Oh. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, uh. Immediately, we just see a giant Republic cruiser. Yes. Nothing out of the ordinary. A couple of giant starfighters. Yep. And then they fly under this cruiser, and the shits hit the fan. There's just this giant battle going on. Yeah, you're... I mean, this is something we've seen plenty of times, but if you're watching um, the original, or the prequels, for the first time, yeah. it's like the first real full-scale space battle. This is much bigger than any of the other yeah. space battles they've had. Yeah, and, they, and it's right over Coruscant, right? Yeah, right over Coruscant. Because the Chancellor has been kidnapped mm -hmm. by uh, Count Dooku and General Grievous. I'd like to know the uh, logistics of that. Yeah? I mean, other than Palpatine is on their side, but... Palpatine just called Dooku, hey, yeah, pick me up. You know, just appearing above Coruscant and then capturing him. Yeah. Seems a little impossible, but... Anything's possible. Maybe it'll be addressed in this season of Clone Wars. We know it's supposed to tie into that time. Right. So maybe, maybe it won't be. Maybe. Um, maybe. With their, they, Obi Wan and Anakin are flying the Starfighters, and they come across Vulture droids. Yes. Which I mean, they're just flying droids. Yep, flying droids with saws for hands. And they got those missiles that heat, the heat-seeking missiles. Or oh, whatever, yes. That chase them. I was thinking about the Buzz droids. No, the buzz droids. The buzz yeah. droids should be called vulture droids because they actually yeah. Tore that's apart the ship. Uh, yeah. I was like, they should be the vulture droids, but the vulture droids shouldn't be called vultures. Yeah, but that's weird. Whatever. Uh, Obi Wan is red leader, so yes, he is. Uh, apparently that means that the rebellion uses old Republic call signs for their. Uh, mm. I mean, he which makes a, sense. They take a lot of old Republic yeah. ships and stuff. So he's in a red ship, you know. So I guess he. I mean, he's red leader. He's it's painted kind of maroon, maroonish. Yeah. Um, Anakin's still very good at flying. Yes. He Obi makes the missiles crash into each other. And yes. Obi-Wan still really hates flying. Yeah, Obi-Wan R4 it. do most of the work. He even says, flying is for droids. He does. Oh, it's great. Uh, a bunch of buzz droids attack Obi-Wan's ship and start mm -hmm. tearing it apart and stuff. And Obi-Wan's just like, go get the Chancellor, leave me. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, you're going to, Jedi Master, going to let his fate come to an end because of some buzz droids. Yeah, he's got the force. Can he like force push? I mean, I mean, you know, I guess not. There's a window, so. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Vader's choke people from across the galaxy. Yeah, so you can't just. Maybe you got to be angry to do stuff across the galaxy. There you go. There you go. That would make sense. Um, but Anakin's like, no, no shut up, and he saves them and whatever. Yeah, he just crashes into his ship. Yeah. Well, first he shoots them. And that's yeah. Not a very good no. idea. And even Anakin admits he's like, yeah, maybe not my best, mm -hmm. my best idea. Um, but he saves them, and they, they get to, to Grievous' ship, and they land on it. They have to blast the shields. Yes. And Obi-Wan and Anakin have some great banner here. They back do. And forth. I mm. love it. This is, like, prime. Like, if, if there's any part of this movie that I love the most, it's this part, and then the very end. Yeah. When they're fighting each other. Anything All with them. Anakin and Obi-Wan together, I really yeah, love. Yeah, it, it's just... Because they have so much charisma on screen. Which, I mean, the middle part of this movie, the whole second act, they're not together. 
Right. I mean, they they see each other the first part and the end, but... Um, so yeah, they land on Grievous' ship, and they just jump out of these Jedi mm. fighters and start cutting droids like butter. Just... Literally. It's like someone heated butter up in a microwave and then took a butter knife through it. It was ridiculous. <laughs> there's one droid that falls over and is, like, whining, and there's no cut marks on him. He's got all his things. He's fine. He just pulls a... He's just like, this isn't worth it. A soccer player injury. <laughs> this is not worth it. Soccer players are going to be offended by that. Yeah, I'm sure we have a ton watching. We had we have a plethora of viewers. You yeah, never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have called it like flopping, like in basketball. There we go. Because everyone flops in basketball. Okay. You got to to draw the fouls. Uh, welcome to NBA talk. Um, but they land on Grievous' ship and they take off. So like our two stay here, or whatever. And we see the first canonical appearance of Grievous because mm-hmm. he did appear in a Clone Wars series that came out before this, but that is no longer canon. And yes. then the Clone Wars didn't come out until 08, so this is his first kind of appearance. Okay. And a lot of people did not like Grievous in this movie when it first came out. Really? Yeah, a lot of people were not fans of Grievous. I was a big fan. He's he was fine, I don't cool hate him. robot dude. I don't hate him, but I don't love him in this movie. He's much better in the Clone Wars. When I saw him, I wanted his Lego figure. Yeah. Like, I knew it. Um, He's got some of the best lines in Star Wars Battlefront 2, though. The old one, not the new one. Mm. Oh, like, what? Yeah. The new one, I, didn't, I don't play, so... I don't even think he's in it, is he? He is. Yeah. He's in it. I get, oh, yeah. He's They've added a lot of the prequel people okay. in it now. Okay. But uh, I always remember playing uh, on ta- on Mos Eisley and doing mm-hmm. the assault with the heroes and villains, and one of his lines was, uh, your screams are music to my audio receptors, which I thought was a pretty funny line. That's a pretty good line. Uh, too bad he doesn't use it in the movies. Yeah. Um, uh, these two are... They are cocky as hell. Clone Wars has changed them. They're like... You're like, oh, what's next? Or well, especially Anakin. Yeah, You're like, what do we do next? In um, Obi Wan, I think he says, uh, he's like, oh, find trouble or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, they go into the elevator because yeah. they're like, we're not gonna take the stairs. Mm, no. Um, and it's stalling. They've like shut it down and stuff. And R two has to fix it, but Anakin's already climbed out because he's like, fuck this. Yeah. And he gets caught on this ledge, and R two gets the elevator to go down, and these. These droids come up, and it shows how stupid these droids are. Hands up, Jedi. He's hanging from the thing. His hands are up. But R2 they sends it back up. shot him. And, yeah, they're stupid. But he... he the, the elevator comes back up, and he jumps back in. Mm-hmm. And Obi-Wan's like, oh, it's you. Like, he was ready yeah. to like, just murder yeah, him. Yeah, he was like... In. <gasps> like, who else is jumping down an elevator shaft to get into a... No droids Fair doing that. Point. Fair boy, who's gonna unless it, unless him? he's like the Sith has found has just, just decided to jump down. Yeah, him. yeah, I guess you know Dooku could have came out of nowhere, yeah, but like, ah. that'd have been weird. Um, R two is seen by a couple super battle droids, who are supposed to be badass and more competent than battle droids, and they are not. <sighs> they sound like fifth grade nerds. They're like, what was that? Also, they clearly the one clearly hears them, and the other one's like. Get back to work. That's nothing. Yeah, he's and he like, just goes back to work. Don't worry about that. But then they find R2, and they, they don't even, like, disable him. They just pick him up start shaking him. And apparently R2 can just... That's droid-on-droid violence, man. Just spray people with oil and light them on fire. Yeah, he pissed on them and then lit them on fire. Which, they're made of metal, so... How are they melting? <laughs> I don't know if I have an answer for this. They, listen, space logic, I mean... Maybe. Star Wars logic. Because, I mean, in our space, we're not going to hear explosions. Maybe their armor is specific to counteract lasers, 
but not flames. Maybe it's flammable. This is just one of those things where I'm going to say, <laughs> listen, Star Wars logic. It's like hearing noise in space. Yeah. You, you deal with it because the it's Star Wars. and the explosions yeah. and stuff. But it's still kind of just weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shouldn't happen. So they find the Chancellor in, like, Dooku's, like, view, like, where he can view everything. Yeah. And he's sitting in an eerily familiar chair in an eerily familiar spot. And he... And he turns eerily familiarly. That's a lot of Lees. Yeah, um, a lot of Lees. Yeah, he's, like, totally just showing that this is the Emperor. Yeah, he's, <laughs> they're like, like, all in. And, uh, they're, like, they come up to talk to him. And he just goes, Count Dooku. <laughs> That's all he says. And Dooku walks in. Dracula walks in. And, yeah. Uh, it's true. He was Dracula. Uh, funny, fun fact. Uh, He's very new Uh Christopher Lee did play Dracula for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, Peter Cushing, who played Grand Moff Tarkin, played Van Helsing. Opposite him. Interesting. Yeah. So, Interesting. And they both played villains in Star Wars. Both working very closely with the Emperor. Huh. So who controls Van Helsing and Dracula? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering now. Uh, the studio. Because <laughs> they paid him. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that's a fun little... So it's funny that he's Count Dooku. Mm. Oh! I think that's kind of a reference to... It's gotta be. To Dracula. Because I, mean, I believe Christopher Lee played Dracula more than any other actor. I think he played him eight times. times. Yeah. It's eight or nine times. It's a lot of times to be Dracula. It's a lot of times to be a to be a vampire. Hmm. Uh, the best vampire. Anyway, they fight. Yeah. Uh, the, and and the way they're talking, you would assume they're talking about their last meeting. And you're thinking back when you're watching this, you're thinking back to episode two, right? Because yeah. the Clone Wars hasn't happened yet. But after you watch the Clone Wars, you're like, you guys fought two weeks ago. Yeah, I wrote that down too. I was like. Yeah. Anakin's power has doubled in two weeks? That's impressive. I know, man. At that rate, you're going to be the the Grandmaster of the Jedi Council in a week. No worries. But, uh, yeah. There's some things that don't line up because, you know, Clone Wars. But, oh, well. Yeah. That's how it has to happen. But, uh, yeah, they fight. Obi-Wan gets taken out kind of early. Yeah, it looks like his legs completely get cut off. Because that thing... Oh, yeah, when he brings it down on him. Well, then. Uh... But yeah, it's a, uh, it's a good fight. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, we get to see some cool lightsaber battle. Doesn't last very long because I do want to point out before Obi Wan gets knocked down, mm-hmm. he like cuts this super battle droid in like three pieces, mm-hmm. and you see the Emperor sitting in his chair and just go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's cheering on like he's watching a sporting event. <laughs> I think, I think I remember that because <laughs> he like just kills it. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just, it's down to just Anakin and Dooku, and yeah, and very much Dooku's like, oh, you don't use your anger, blah blah, blah trying to like plant some seeds, and Anakin just cuts his hands off. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> and he he totally has him defeated, you know, and Palpatine's like, kill him, and Dooku looks very shocked. He's like, what? So why the fuck did Dooku not just yell out, hey Anakin, before you kill me, Palpatine's the, the fucking Sith Lord? Well. That's what I would have done. I mean, yeah. Save your ass and Don't kill me. He's the Sith Lord. Because, I mean, if Dooku yells that out, Palpatine's subdued. They're like, okay, we've captured both the Sith. Yeah. They're done. Call the council. We've done it. Roll credits. We've done it. The war's over. Wow. I never thought about that. I have not ever thought about that. My only explanation can be is the Sith always, uh, 
they're always looking for the strongest to survive and continue the Sith line. So he knows. So he probably knows. Palpatine's stronger than me. I've been defeated, so I just need to keep my mouth shut. And yeah. Let the Sith line continue. Because he doesn't want the Sith to end. That's not always the thing, though, because, I mean, Maul, when he died, he died. After he came back, he was very pissed off about it. And he was like... Yeah. And he was like, no, I, I should have still been around, you know? Yeah, but he... I mean... But, I mean, Dooku's a different beast. Yeah, Dooku... He knows he's old. He knows he's powerful, but he knows how powerful the Emperor yeah. is. Yeah. He knows how powerful Anakin is. I wonder if Dooku knew, because Dooku was just a pawn. He was never a long-term apprentice. Right. The, the Emperor could see surpassing him one day. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Dooku knew that he was just a pawn and that Anakin was the ultimate goal. Well, why do you think um, Dooku was training Asajj and General Grievous? I mean, maybe, I mean, because he had to I mean, pass on his legacy somehow. Grievous was just... Right, he's just a use for war. I think Asajj was a part of the Emperor's plan. Because, mm. okay. I mean, Savage, I think, might have been someone he could have considered a, a successor, but yeah. that didn't work out for him. But not Asajj, because no. Asajj was, she wasn't really, I mean, she didn't have any force. I mean, she had the force, but she had the force, but I mean, but, she wasn't seen as a Sith. Right, right. But yeah, the, he tells him to kill him, and Anakin, he's like, probably shouldn't. He's unarmed. Yeah. Um,. And then we hear, uh, do it. Do it. And, uh, Anakin Vroom. decapitates him. Luckily, and that's, everyone was dead. PG-13 is pretty graphic. You see the head roll in the background? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean like, this is not Disney cut. You know, this is poor, before Disney got it. Poor Christopher Lee. Every time he's in one of these big trilogies, he dies in the beginning of the third movie. Lord what? of the Rings, the beginning of Return of the King, he gets stabbed in the oh, back yeah. and falls off the pyre. Holy And he's shit. like a big villain in the first two. And in this one, he's a big villain in episode two, and he gets killed at the beginning of three. Maybe that's just, like, his thing. Yeah, it's his thing. <laughs> that's his thing. Well, he dies in all the Dracula movies, too, so... Wait, but Dracula. he comes back. He's Dracula. He comes back in some of the weirdest ways in the Dracula movies, too. Not as bad as Freddy Krueger getting pissed on by a dog, but, I mean, some pretty... <laughs> I need to watch Dracula. We need to do a horror movie yeah, podcast now. Yeah, 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 we definitely do. Um, but, yeah, no, he's, like... There's there's a really cool one where like his ashes are in a coffin, right? Mm-hmm. And he takes like a dude upside down and like slits his throat and the blood falls on him. And oh, yeah. that's, that's cool. cool. But then there's other ones where they're just like he's back. <laughs> okay. Can we just kill him? Yeah. Okay. But anyway, back to Star Wars. Yes. Um. So he's dead, and he frees the Chancellor. Mm-hmm. And the Chancellor's like, all right, let's get out of here. And Anakin's like, well, hey, let's grab Obi Wan. And he's really trying to separate, put a divide between Anakin and Obi-Wan. Because he's like, leave him or we won't make it. And uh, Anakin's like, his fate will be the same as ours. Yeah. Which I want to point out, before Rise of Skywalker anyway, all three of them had the same fate. They died on the Death Star. Obi-Wan died on the Death Star, Vader died on the Death Star, and Palpatine died on the Death Star. His fate will be the same as ours. Look at that! Okay, there was a bunch of <laughs> foreshadowing yeah. that happens. If you That's know, really subtle, though. Like That is. They, I, I wish I wrote down everything, but like I was picking up on stuff that's like, oh, yeah. okay, okay. That completely call out stuff that yeah. happens later. When you're watching it and you're actually looking for that kind of stuff, it's so much more obvious. Mm, definitely. But uh, he grabs Obi-Wan and they're like, all right, we got to get out of here. And that's and that shows the kind of relationship Anakin and Obi Wan have. He's he's one to 
he's carrying them on his shoulders to get out of this place. Yeah. And they kind of, uh, they, the ship corrects itself and they're kind of like falling, sliding down. Yeah. And they catch themselves. And Obi-Wan just happens to wake up at that moment. Yeah, he's like, oh, did I miss something? Yeah, you missed quite a bit there. Obi-Wan is like a referee in professional wrestling. He's knocked out to just the right moment. The slightest bump knocks him out, but then he wakes up. He's like, oh! Although I've never seen a wrestler kick the ass, or, or a referee kick the ass of a wrestler, which happens at the end of this movie. So. Fair enough, fair enough. Maybe they're both, they're both referees. Yeah, they're both yeah. referees. So they, they swing through a, one of the <laughs> elevator shafts and get back to level ground, where they're captured by uh, Dooku's droids. Yeah, they're um, the ray shields. Field. Yeah, the ray shields come down. And this is where I want to point out the many deaths of Shock T. So Shock T is a Jedi Master. Um, okay. She was the one who was proceeding over the training of Domino Squad. Right. Um, she has died about five separate times in in canon and legends. She has two different deaths in Revenge of the Sith that both got cut. They come across her in a hallway where she's killed by Grievous. Or is it Grievous? It's someone. She gets killed by someone in this hallway on okay. the ship. They decided to cut that before they were done shooting. Because later when Anakin marches on the temple, he kills her. They cut that. Uh, she's the first Jedi you go to... The second Jedi you go to kill in The Force Unleashed. And she's hunted down by Vader in a comic book and killed. So she's died so many different ways. What the hell? I think the comic one is the canon one. I think Vader canonically killed her. So she survived Order 66? For like a week. Oh, okay. But it's just like, make up your mind on how you want this, yeah, this Jedi for real. They killed her twice in one movie. Obviously that shows that she's, uh... They cared about her as a character. Yeah, they want to give her a good death. They're like, oh, can't use that. Oh, no, can't use that. I don't even know if she's in this movie after the no. cuts. I don't I don't remember seeing her anymore. I, me neither. Like, I was... Wh- was she in the previous movie? She was in two. She was in two? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'd point that out because it's funny. <laughs> so they're captured by Grievous? They're taken to Grievous by his minions. Mm-hmm. And this is canonically the first time Anakin meets Grievous. So weird. And they have a little bit of back and forth. Yep. Like, hey, remember when we were on that planet and we just missed uh, meeting <laughs> yeah. each other? Because Obi-Wan wanted me to do something else. Remember when we kept talking a lot and a lot? But it'd be, to be fair, that's one thing the Clone Wars didn't retcon. You know, they went back and made sure Anakin never met Grievous. Although in dumb ways, but yes. And it's very clear that he knows Obi-Wan. They've come across, he's like, General Kenobi, you know, he's, he's dealt he with him before. the Master Negotiator. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, and, he, uh, he definitely... Together. And he's like, you know, you must be Anakin Skywalker. I figured someone with your reputation would be older. Yeah. And then Anakin's like, I'm shorter than I expected. <laughs> yeah. A Jedi-killing monster. <laughs> yeah. You would expect to be a, well, a monster. Yeah. To be fair. But uh, they uh, have a little bit of banter. He's like, I'm taking your sabers. And then you just take them back. <laughs> cut yeah, themselves just... out. <laughs> and uh, they fight the Magna Guards. The first appearance of Magna Guards. Magna Guards. Which are pretty dope. They have electro staffs. Yeah, they're pretty they cool. can keep fighting after their heads are cut off. I mean, also pretty cool. You know, I hear... Um, listen to this scene. One of the droids... He's like, No! Run for it! Or something like yeah. that. And I'm like, So these... So droids value their are lives. sentient creatures <laughs> who to value some their point, lives. Yes. And 
want to run away from a fight. What happens when these droids run away? I mean, they're gonna die eventually, or do they just like, they're like, oh, time to live my life now. Yeah. Like, you would think that they would- There has to be like droid deserters. Right. Because there's a clone deserter in the Clone Wars. Well, I don't think there's droid deserters, only because at the They're end, not smart enough to get away. Maybe. <laughs> but at the end of the movie, they just shut the droids down. Well. So, I, unless maybe they took it out, out we, or something like that. We see some battle droids post, post Revenge of the Sith. That's true, but we see some people in, uh, could fix, in Rebels refix and... them up, but they would have different chips in them, basically. Yeah. Yeah, they'd be controlled differently, for sure. Okay. Um... Yeah, they're, I mean, they beat these Magna Guards pretty easy. Grievous yeah. is like, well, I'm out of here. And he just breaks through a window and makes it to an escape pod. Which he doesn't have lungs, which we did cover in a past episode. So, I mean, going out in space, no bother going. Yes, yes. He does have eyes, a heart, and a brain. We eyes know that. and a heart and a brain. No lungs. Does he have genitalia? Is that... No. Does not have That's why genitalia. he's so angry. Yeah. He's a eunuch. <laughs> he's a eunuch. Oh he can fit in in Game of Thrones. Uh, or maybe he wouldn't. He can't sleep with the sister, so maybe he wouldn't. Oh, anyway, yeah. Just yeah. do a Game of Thrones podcast. No, maybe you'll finally watch the show. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so now it's up to them to kind of like land this ship, and of course they got Anakin at the helm because he's the only one who's any good at flying, I guess. And, well, yeah. Uh, Palpatine, Palpatine. I'm not sure if he's just playing up. Oh, I'm helpless, or if he's like legitimately like. Fuck, I may have uh, made a mistake here. <laughs> like, okay, imagine if... I would like to know the science behind this landing. Because I feel like maybe the ship would have crashed into the fucking planet. Listen, if Dom can swing a fucking car That's on a rope true. bridge, I well, don't let's, think... Let's imagine this this ship... This yeah. probably, let's say a hundred tons to be safe. Probably okay. way more than that. Barreling in to an Earth-sized planet. Oh, it's bigger than Earth. Bigger than Earth. So yeah. a Jupiter-sized planet. Maybe a little bit smaller. Coming in and then leveling out. I mean, yeah, terminal velocity is whatever their gravity is. But yeah. they would hit terminal velocity... And then they would be going terminal Listen, velocity no. across the ground. This is a different galaxy. They might have different kinds of physics. No, physics, you, no. They have much more advanced technology than we have. That's true. The ship's something we've never seen in our lives. That's true. So who knows? But physics, I, I don't think physics How do we know physics aren't different, different in a different galaxy? How do we know? Have you ever been to a different galaxy? Has any scientist ever been to another galaxy and stuff to study it? If gravity can be different in other places, yes. why can't physics? Man, I'm Dan a... Dan the I'm science a, man I'm right gonna here. bring a freaking theoretical <laughs> physicist on here just to destroy Do you. Do you have contacts with theoretical physicists? Yeah, a couple. All right, well, are they Star Wars theoretical physicists? <laughs> there we go. Because then they're not qualified point. unless they are. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, they, they, they managed to land it, and everyone's yeah. like, another happy landing. Mm -hmm. And they cut. Also, this is probably the most memeable movie not just in Star Dude, Wars, but in the history of movies. I have so many references to be like, oh, there's another meme. There's yeah, another there's, meme. There's, there's another meme. We've probably gone through about 80 memes already, yeah. to be honest. Like, I, I talk about one later, 
we'll get back into it, but I'm like, man, this is the one part of the movie that I'm like, is meme to death, and I yeah. hate listening to this part of the movie. So, uh, you know, they're all going to the Senate building. Yes. And we see ships and stuff flying in, and if you look very, very closely, you can see a little Millennium Falcon flying towards the Senate building. So a similar build of ship? No, it is the Millennium Falcon. What is Lando doing? Uh... I think Lando's a little too young at this point. But who the fuck would have it? Uh, whoever had it before Lando or before him or someone, you know. Huh. So they might be having some business on Coruscant. Maybe a bounty hunter had it. And was like, well, he's going to the Senate building, so I don't well, know. But it's a, it's a cargo ship, so maybe it's yeah. just that. Supplies, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's just that. It's a cargo ship. Yeah, I just thought it was a cool little Easter egg. Also, I want to point out, before we get to Kashyyyk, uh, there was a plan, and it's in the storyboards. I know that's much later, but I want to point okay. it out while okay. we're on the topic of the Falcon. All right. Uh, on the original storyboards, when they go to Kashyyyk, there's a little boy with Chewbacca, who Chewbacca is raising. That was going to be Han Solo. Thank God they decided not to do that. He's like a little boy in like these camo rags and stuff, and he's like, oh, Chewie raised them. And I was like, then how does he owe, how does Chewie owe him a life debt if he raised them? You know what I mean? Oh my God. So, um, that was the original plan for this movie. They're going to shove Han Solo in. Thankfully, they didn't. Thankfully, yes. George decided against it. Yeah. Because that would have that that been, been so bad. So, bad. Uh, so it does suck here. We don't get to see Anakin's Padawan, um, Ahsoka. Yeah. Ahsoka, I have it written down a little later, but I'll go ahead and say it now. Ahsoka and Rex, at this point in time, are dealing with Maul on Mandalore. And that's... That's, that's happening. Clone Wars' explanation why they're not in. That's happening concurrently with Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. which we are going to see in the season of Clone Wars. Sweet. Um, so that's why they're not here. Okay. Plus, Ahsoka's uh, spoiler alert for Clone Wars for you. You want to hear it? Oh. Or not? She left the Jedi. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I already she left that. the Order. Okay. okay. Um, so that's why. Another reason she's not here. Okay, that would make sense. But they land at the Senate building. Uh, 3PO is finally gold. Yes. Uh, yes, he is. Obi Wan's like, I'm not dealing with politicians. Yeah, he's uh, not you're the hero. You have your day. And yeah. They have a little bit of back and forth, and he's like, "You've only saved me eight times. It's not nine times. Shut up." That one time doesn't count. The the time on Canto Nemoidia doesn't count. Oh, okay, that's Darren. right. <laughs> that's right. Canto Nemoidia, home of the Viceroy Newt Gunray, because he's Nemoidian. Anyway. Okay. Okay. I'm learning so much is. today. Uh, anyway. Anakin is talking to, like, Bail Organa and stuff. And yeah. He's like, excuse me, and in very public view, just walks over towards Padme. That's what I'm thinking! <laughs> it's like they're two feet away, dude. I'm um, like... But this scene is actually really good, and I think it really shows off that Hayden Christensen is not a bad actor. He's yeah. very good. This public show of affection, though. Like, yeah. no one knows. No one knows. But the way, uh, the way he reacts to the news that Padme is pregnant is very yes. good. He's very worried, but happy, and... Yes, He's like, listen, we'll figure it out. There's layers. Yeah, there's a lot of the conversation. Too. And she's got Leia buns. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, she had no. Leia buns. In. No, look at that. Her hair changes in every scene in this movie, so, too. So, does this movie span the length of... Let's it has say, to be... Let's say a minimum five months. Let's say, because I think canonically, Padme hasn't seen Anakin in about three or four months. So... So let's say she's four months pregnant. Right, so five months. This five is, months-ish. This is how ish. this movie is. Or, or does she have like an early birth, which yeah, those she kids could would also be have, really fucked up. She could also have an early birth, so maybe like we can cut it to four months, or five months early though. 
No. Of a birth? No. Maybe they're just like... No, because her stomach definitely grows bigger. So she has to... Because she has no stomach here when they talk. So she has to have gotten pregnant and they have grown a little bit. Maybe her subspecies of human grows faster. Or force babies. Force babies. <laughs> Calling it. We know they're force sensitive, That's so force true. babies. Maybe they grow a little bit. No, I think this has to span five months. I think it's a few, I think it's a little yeah, a little yeah. bit of time. Um but yeah, they they have that little discussion and she tells him she's pregnant. Mm -hmm. Grievous arrives on this planet with giant craters in it. It looks really cool. Yeah. Could you name this planet if I nope. asked you right now? I was about to say I do not know the name of this planet. Do you even have a guess? Not, not even. Uh, they literally say it in two scenes later. <laughs> um, planet, planet, uh, boo boo. Yeah, that's that's. It's Utapau. Utapau. And see, now it's familiar. Now it's familiar. They now say they it say a couple it. of scenes later. But yeah. Grievous lands on Utapau, and he's Utapau. like, "Hey, I'm staying here for a little while." Yeah, and it literally cuts right back. So I don't know what the point of that was, except to tell you that Grievous is on Utapau. Yeah. Thank you for. Seeing that he got there safely. Yeah. Glad he didn't crash on the way there. Alright. Uh, Anakin starts to have more nightmares. This time of Padme dying in labor. Yeah. Very, very bad dreams. Yeah, I mean, terrible dreams. If I was having these dreams, I would... Turn to the dark side and... Well, probably. <laughs> yeah, and then try to kill my girlfriend, yeah. Um, I, he wasn't trying wife, to kill wife, her. Wife, wife, He wasn't trying to kill her. He's just a little upset. I'm not condoning it. But he was oh, not trying to kill her. He was her. not trying to kill her. He was just trying to get a little excited. It was definitely domestic violence. It was definitely <laughs> okay, domestic okay. violence. But it was not... Choking is just domestic violence? Well, no. I mean, listen, you hit your wife or choke her. It's domestic violence. Am I wrong? I'm not saying it's just domestic violence. It can be attempted murder. But it wasn't attempted murder. He was not trying to kill her, I don't think. All right, fair enough. I don't okay, think he was we'll, trying to kill we'll her. We'll leave it there. It was definitely wrong. We'll leave it there. I'm not condoning Because we'll talk about it later yeah. again. Um, I'm gonna look like an asshole in this. Yeah, so they're talking, you know. Um, yeah, they talk about everything that happened, and she's yeah. like, "It's just a dream. Don't worry about it." And he's like, "Well, I will." Yeah, and then she's like, "Has love blinded you?" Oh, uh, I skipped that scene because entirely. He said she's beautiful, and I'm like, "No, no, I mean, like, she is beautiful. Love hasn't blinded him. Look at look at Natalie Portman. They're like that that." It's so gross. <laughs> that scene also serves no purpose other than to remind you they love each other. Could have been cut out. It's a love scene. You didn't need, need it in. You need you love scenes in a Nicholas Sparks movie, all right? You didn't. Well, <laughs> you didn't need that scene. That's fair. Because the dialogue it is It reminds horrendous. me of uh, episode two in the gross parts again. Yeah. So. But there's a lot less of that in here, so. That's true. That's true. Um, but Anakin looks to Yoda for guidance. First, can I say... How in the fuck do they sleep together and no one knows about it? Now Yoda. Everything around Anakin <laughs> is clouded, dude, remember? Oh my god, no! Everything! <laughs> Just there's a cloud around him at all times. Yeah. I, I, we'll get into some more stuff about the relationship later yeah. on, because I got some theories about it. But yeah, he seeks Yoda for guidance without getting too specific. Mm -hmm. And Yoda shows just how bad the Jedi's perspective on relationships are. Because he says, just let it go. Mourn them, do not. Miss them, do not. Well, they're Jedi. They're You're not supposed imagine, to have relationships in the first place. I know, but imagine, because they don't... Yeah, you've been separated from your family or whatever. Assuming you have friends within the Order. So if Anakin were to drop dead, Obi-Wan is supposed to be like, oh well. Like he's not supposed to mourn him or miss him. 
That's true. That's fair. Like, that's crazy. That That is kind of... I, it's dumb. one thing to be like, you can't have any relationships. It's another thing to say, we can't mourn people or miss them. Well, because I feel like the Jedi think every single emotion is a path to the, the dark side. Compassion, love, fear, Well, no, because hate. they even say they, they're selfless and they thrive on compassion. Yeah, but if compassion leads to love... Here's love can lead to jealousy and hate, and they don't want that to happen. Here's my question, because we don't have a canon history of the Jedi Order right now. Okay. Has the love thing and the relationship thing been instilled since the very beginning of the Order? Was it a new addition later in the Order? So what, when it, in the timeline was that rule in Yeah, is it like priests just, like, they can never, never could get yeah. married? Um, was it something like maybe a bunch of Jedi were turning to the dark side, and they were like, all right, let's, no relationships, you know? Right, maybe... Oh, maybe. Maybe, like, a bunch of them were getting manipulated. Because yeah. I feel like it's one. such a bad policy. <laughs> because it seems like so many Jedi have secret families. Yeah. It, listen, if you, if you don't want them married, whatever. You don't want relationships, whatever. Let them get, get a hookup every now and then. Come on, right. man. They're not, they're <laughs> not, like... They're not going to hell. And let them, let them just, like, <laughs> know their families and stuff. Don't be like, oh, you can't know your mom. Like, come on, dude. Uh, I don't know about that. Like, they don't need to... Why, why can't they let have Let them have hookups? relationships. Why can't they have hookups? I understand I not being in, like, a relationship with a partner, but let them have familial relationships and have friends and stuff. Well, obviously they're allowed to have They're friends. allowed to have friends. I mean, Obi-Wan's friends with people who owns a diner, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, I wonder what Dexter Jetster's life was on Coruscant after the Empire took over. Did Palpatine know he was friends with Obi-Wan and foreclosed his diner? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> Obi-Wan's sensitive well, no, to the Force. No. We know exactly what happened. To Dexter Jetster's diner? <laughs> Not to his diner exactly, but to Coruscant as a whole. We learned in uh, in uh, Rogue One that it was the first one to get shot down, wasn't it? No. Coruscant's the home base of the Empire. That's where the no, Chancellor's office is. it was in uh, Force Awakens. That, no, that's Hosnian Prime. That's a completely Dude, different planet. What in the fuck? It's another c- c- city planet. It's not Coruscant. Oh my god. It's Hosnian Prime. When did we... We've never seen Coruscant get exploded. No, like, Coruscant is fine. Wow. It's perfectly fine. Why do I... Huh. Why do I... So... Oh. For some reason I thought Leia's home planet was Coruscant. No, that's Alderaan. Alderaan. Okay, Alderaan. that's what I was... Th- okay, that's what I was thinking. Alderaan. Alright. Yeah. Anyway. Too many fucking planets, alright? I don't live there, so I don't have to know. Anyway. Where were we? Uh, so, they're talking about how the Chancellor's getting a lot of power. Yeah. Way too much. They're not comfortable with it. Um, but Anakin is, like, talking to Palpatine, and Palpatine's like, mm-hmm. I'm, putting, I'm putting you as my personal representative on the council. And Anakin's like, it's fucking cool. But they're never going to go for it. Yeah, you can't just appoint me to their council. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, he goes to the Jedi Council and, like, listen, you're on the council because fucking gotta. But you're not a master, which is... Fuck these assholes. They have treated it's, Anakin like shit since the second he stepped in It's like to this order. No wonder he turned on your asses. It's like, uh... Oh, you can be on the football team. Waterboy. Oh. But we're not going to call you on the football team. Here's the like, thing, too. Like, the second he showed up there, they're like, you're too old. 
It's too much mystery around you. We're not yeah. going to put you on the council. He does all the shit in the Clone Wars. So many victories. He's a great leader. Very wise. Very, very wise. And they still don't trust him. No wonder he turns. Because the turn isn't all Padme. Because he's got some anger and resentment built up about the Jedi. Yes, that's true. That's true. But, like... Okay, my question is... What's the difference between being a Jedi Knight and being a Jedi Master? What changes about the person? What powers do they gain? Well, first of all, and this is a big one, they get access to the unrestricted section of the Jedi uh, library, which could have had something about the power to stop death because it has old Sith stuff in it. So Anakin might have been able to access that without turning to the dark side with these bitches... Weren't being bitches. <laughs> These bitches were bitches, alright? But, yeah, seriously, that. I think I think a good, like, 30 to 40% of his turn is based off how he was treated by the Jedi. Because Palpatine's, yeah. like, planting the seeds, and everything right. the Jedi does just helps prove it's his like point. It's, like, 30% Jedi, 60% Padme. Uh, Padme, like, 10%, 10% Palpatine. It's really cool. He likes black. He's like, mm, look at that red, though. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's very upset they don't give him the rank of master, but he deals with it because he has to. Yeah, I mean, he's like, how can I be on the council but not be a master? And they're like, this is what we say. Bye. They all treat him like shit, and Mace is the worst one. Mace is an asshole. Nah, he is an asshole, but at the same time, I'm like, my boy. My boy Samuel Jackson. But, but Yoda, Yoda's like, I gotta go to Kashyyyk to stop uh, the attack there. I gotta help the Wookiees. Yeah, I've got a good rapport with them. And so he goes there, uh, and then Obi-Wan, kind of in secret, tells Anakin, hey, the council wants you to kind of spy on Palpatine. And Anakin's very upset. He's like, this is treason. Uh, I don't want any part of this. Mm -hmm. and, but, I mean, and he's even Obi-Wan even says, listen, the council wants you to do it. Right, and the so, council. Not, not me, the council. <laughs> and so he reluctantly is going to probably do this. Hey, all things are fair in love and and, and one of the reasons they're, they're wanting him to spy is because he's been in office too long because of these emergency powers. Yeah. His term has long expired. This is a very Hitler-esque rise. No, yeah. Like, it's already moved from a... Let's, let's call it what it was. It, kind of a democracy, but really it was an oligarchy. Now it's just a monarchy or a dictatorship. It's, it's closing in on a dictatorship. Yeah, I mean, like... Sure, they have the illusion of voting, but he controls... He controls the Senate. Everyone. And, but, I mean, you can go into canon, too. People love Palpatine. Yeah. The public loves him. People loved Hitler. Uh, it's true. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's true. And Palpatine, this is how smart he was. He made sure the public loved Anakin. Anytime Anakin won a battle or a victory, it was publicized. Yeah. It was, he's very smart in the way he was presenting things. Right. Why do you think he did that? Because he wanted... He didn't think Anakin was going to get burned to a crisp, right? And okay, so Anakin okay. would be the only Jedi to survive and be his public kind of partner, you know? That's true. Or do you think he did it to kind of foster that resentment to the Jedi? Same with showing, that. Showing that he Same is that. that good. And to show his respect for it. Anakin. So Anakin's like someone is acknowledging my accomplishments. Okay. And so it's just a mixture of everything. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, Mace just does not trust Anakin at all. He's like an asshole. Which I don't understand. He's done everything. He's put up with your shit. I don't... He went to a force planet and brought balance and you don't trust him? Well, I don't think anyone knows I don't think he knows about that. that. Yeah. But... I, I don't... You know, I feel like Mace... 
I don't know. I didn't really get it in the dialogue as much as I should have. The distrust that he had. Because it seems like he did trust him. Because he is a Jedi. And he well, was like... He was like, oh, it's a Sith Lord. Hold on to your butts, because in the scene in the, in the ship, when Obi-Wan, where Obi-Wan Mace and Yoda are sitting, he even says, I don't trust him. Oh, I thought you were talking about Chancellor, uh, Palpatine. No, See, Palpatine, There's, there's so many fine. scenes in this movie I forgot existed. Mace Windu is like, I don't trust him. Oh, man. <laughs> he flat out says it to Obi-Wan and Yoda. And Obi-Wan's like, he won't let us down, he's never let me down. And I'm just like, oh, you're dumb. Yeah. Well, if they if you would have just told him that and said you trusted him, maybe he wouldn't. Have. Yeah. But uh, Padme, uh, she has a discussion with Anakin. Discussing, discussion. And she's like, you know, what if we're on the wrong side? What if there's like this evil rising up within the Republic? And Anakin's like, ah, you're being stupid. Uh, Which I know. is totally right. She's the genius. She is. She's the, she's the brains of the family. You know, they were talking about how uh, this war is going to destroy the Republic yeah. in this scene. And I'm like, well, I I think so, but I think this war was specifically made to destroy the, pub- the Republic in the first place. Yeah, this is a mastermind by yeah. Palpatine. So, it's the point. It's doing exactly what it's what it meant to do. Well, Anakin goes to uh, talk to Palpatine, who's at the opera. and uh, That's an opera. That's Yeah, that's an opera. With giant floating balls. And he's sitting next to one of his uh, representatives and associates named yeah. Sly Moore. This is a really bald chick. Mm. Who, uh, we're going to go into the little Rise of Skywalker thing here. Without giving too much away. I believe Sly Moore is uh, Palpatine's lover. I think that's where Palpatine fathered his children. Was through Sly Moore. Wow. Because in the old canon. Okay. Well, EU. I guess it was never technically canon. But in the old EU, uh, there was very much hints of that relationship, and it was never publicly admitted, but it was very much I mean, he's thought. a politician. He would yeah. not let anyone know yeah. if he had a relationship. So, my only question is, how does, is, where does she go, like, after three, you know? Mm. Is she still a part of the Empire and we just don't see her, or is she? I think maybe, yes, but... You know, maybe he shipped her away yeah. because because that's the only thing he's ever loved. He can't let anyone know about. We that. don't know that he loved her. Well, okay. But I'm even, not saying he loved but, her. I'm saying she fathered even, his children. Even with power, there is still a sense of love there. Whether it's the same kind of love we would feel, it's still a sense of love or ownership. Someone destroys maybe, yeah. something he owns, he would then have to attack them. So if he gets rid of it hides it away, kills it, whatever he does, if he just gets rid of it, he doesn't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. Maybe. So no one can use it against him. Okay, I see what you're saying. So that's probably what happened, unless he kept her really close and just kept her as a figurehead or something. Yeah. Or just kill her. (laughs) Well, we never see Coruscant during the original trilogy, really. So, I mean, she could... She's a representative. She's probably still in Coruscant. Yeah, she could. And that's where Palpatine lives. She could be the Chancellor. The... Well, the Senate gets dissolved after episode four, so. After episode four? Yeah. Okay. Well, because I was like... So maybe up until then. Right. They still have a Republic, but I think it's more of like for show. Yeah. Well, they need the Senate for a little while to do some of his stuff until he's able to dissolve it. 
There's still some stuff, uh, because there's people who don't completely agree with them. Because even in episode four, Bill Organa is a chancellor still. Or a chancellor, a representative oh, of okay. Naboo. Okay. Or Alderaan. Fuck. <laughs> there's a lot of planets. A lot of planets. Uh, but yeah, I do think Slymore is is the mother of okay. Palpatine's children. Or child. Wow. You know? It's either the mom. They both look human. That's the weird thing. Well, they both... Palpatine and... Slymore's human. She's just ugly. Wow. Okay. She is! And it's not because she's bald. Listen, there's plenty of bald women out there that are attractive. Slymore is just ugly. Really? Yeah. You think uh, bald women are attractive? I don't think any woman can be attractive. Unless they're Slymore. (laughs) How do you you spell that? S-L-Y. Sly. Sly M-O-R. M-O-O-R-E. Two O's. Oh, S O Y M O O R E. Okay. You can tell me that's not ugly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Fair enough. You could put as much hair on that head as you wanted. That'd still be ugly. <laughs> all right. I just had to look it up. Yeah, and I that's slightly more sure. To be that fair, is... she was giving a kind of a creepy face there. See, she's not as creepy in that one. She's still not ugly. She's I mean, not attractive. She's just, no, she's not. Who yeah. is this actress? I don't know. I imagine she was under heavy makeup and stuff. I'm not. I, d- I doubt the actress was All right, let's keep going. atrocious. Um, but this is where we get the... Uh... I am so confused. Why right, does she pop up? Don't, yeah, let's... Um, I don't know. Anyway, back to the thing. Okay. We'll figure it out later. Um, Palpatine is really expressing to Anakin the flawed system of the Jedi mm-hmm. in this little speech. What are you doing? Nothing, no, I'm going back. Okay. Come on. And he's really expressing the flawed system of the Jedi and like, oh, the Jedi wouldn't do this, they wouldn't do that, they don't appreciate you. Right. And then he goes into the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise. This is the part, this is the part that's so memed that I don't like watching this scene. This is the best scene in the movie, though. Yeah. And he tells them, you know, this wise Jedi, he could uh, create life with midichlorians and, you know, he could save the ones he loved from dying. Create Anakin. It's not canon. Not canon, but it was It's happened. hinted at, but I don't think it is. Okay. Um, Whatever. Anyway, this is the, he goes on this speech, and yeah. he's when he talks about the part where he died because his apprentice killed him in his sleep, he's smiling. He's, like, so proud of himself. Like, he's, very, he's gleefully evil in that scene. I don't... But I feel like he has the best poker face. Yeah, well, Anakin is kind of just lost in the words at this point. Right. You know? He must be, like, just awesome at poker. And, and you know, Anakin is immediately like, how do I learn this power? And with the biggest fucking, like, stare, Palpatine is just like, not from a Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Not from a Jedi. Yeah. There's a little more seeds planted in Anakin's uh, head there. He does call him Darth Plagueis. He has to know he was a Sith. And so uh, we go to Kashyyyk, and we finally, for the first time, see Kashyyyk in live action. This is one of my favorite. Not moments. counting the holiday special. First canon mean, time we you see, see like you Kashyyyk see in live a action. tree outside. Also, um, little fun fun fact: Kashyyyk was going to be the planet at the end of Return of the Jedi originally. It was going to be Kashyyyk and the Wookiees that helped the rebellion. Why not? But they changed it to Ewoks. I don't know why they changed it. If it was a production issue it was cost or what um so instead of making like big fursuits they only had enough yeah. to make like well it would have been much more believable these seven foot monsters throwing overthrowing this empire than the the teddy bears but i love the ewoks so i'm kind of fine with that happening 
I know there was a fear on set. They wouldn't let uh, Peter Mayhew, who played Chewbacca, wander too far or go anywhere without uh, people with him because they were afraid that there would be hunters in the area thinking he was Bigfoot and would shoot him. <laughs> Which is, a, I, I mean, can see that. That's a fair concern given yeah. where they were filming, you know? Yeah. Because Sheik's all CGI. Right. Well, Kashyyyk is, but the right, uh, but Endor, Endor was, was like in a forest. In a forest, yes. Wow, that would be terrible. Yeah, <laughs> you would think that they would be like, well, maybe we shouldn't do the filming during hunting season. Yeah. But it was in the seventies, so. Eighties. Oh, you're right. Sorry, eighty. Yeah, eighty something. Eighty three. Released in eighty three, so it's probably filmed so, in eighty two. Eighty two. But yeah, so I just thought that was funny. Hmm. But yeah, it was originally supposed to be in Return of the Jedi, so we finally get to see it here, kind of. Yeah. It is a beautiful planet. It is a beautiful planet, unless you go into the Shadowlands, which you will learn in Jedi Fallen Order and uh, Knights of the Old Republic. The planet, yeah. It has some of the most heinous monsters in... Is it like the best place to train as a Jedi? No, it's the worst. Oh. You will die over and over. <laughs> There's a scene, and I'll spoil it for Jedi Fallen Order for you, because okay. honestly, I almost shit my pants. You walk through this little, like, cavern, okay. and it's not a cutscene, you're just walking through. Oh. And then all of a sudden, the game takes over into a cutscene, you turn around, and there's probably a spider about the size of a sedan. That doesn't scare me. Jumping on top of you and lands on you, and you're pinned on the ground under this giant spider. I mean, the spider's scary. It comes you. out of nowhere, though. <laughs> it comes out of nowhere. I almost shit myself. Oh dude. my god. I hate spiders already, and you're gonna throw oh it at me god. out of nowhere? <laughs> Fuck Kashyyyk, uh, dude. That's not where I'm vacationing. I'll go. No, I'm going to Naboo. Fuck Naboo. Just don't go underwater and you're fine. <laughs> Just go to Tatooine. Dude, fuck Tatooine. Their monsters stay in one my, spot. My ship will get pulled apart by Jawas before I get back to it. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Anyway. The, uh, the camo troopers? Yeah. Really cool outfits. Camo Love. troopers? And you can see the progression towards stormtrooper outfits because they're just scout troopers. Right, their look is scout troopers with a little more with camo. camo. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, uh, we're, we we see it and we see that as <laughs> we see it. Yeah. Uh, we see Yoda is chilling out with our boy Chewbacca. Yeah, Chewbacca hey. is still on a Kashyyyk at this point. He hasn't he ventured off yet. A young, young Wookiee at this point. Well, I he's mean, he's two ninety in Solo. Which is about 40 years old, right? No. no I mean... Like, oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I would think that's about middle age. I don't think Wookie. we know Wookiee years. That's fair. Um, and this is, I think... When we meet Chewbacca and Solo, mm. I think it's about... 10 years after Revenge of the Sith? So Chewie's probably about 280 right here. Oh, he was 290 in, in, uh, in Solo? Yeah. Oh. So no, he's 190. 190. My bad. I was about to say... He was 190. He's that old. So he's 180 here. 180. Okay, so he, he's a young Wookiee. He's a young one. Not, not super young, but he's... So Anakin's probably going to try and slaughter him. Okay. No, oh he's see Chewbacca. Gosh, how old is Gungi? Gungi? Jungi? Probably like... Well, he looks to be about 8 or 9, so he's probably like 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's probably like 30 years old. Well, you know, Yoda's... Baby Yoda's 50, so shit. Who knows? Well, spoilers for The Mandalorian. It's in the first episode, I'm sorry. 
Not everyone's got to see it yet, Jake. It was spoiled for CJ, because it's fucking James. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's CJ's fault. He should have watched it. He had it for free. We didn't have Disney Plus at the time. Anyway. So, in my closed captioning, when the, oh, yeah. the Wookiees are fighting the droids, right? Yeah. It says, Tarzan yell. <laughs> and I'm like, no fucking way. So That's di- hilarious. So Disney does own this. Or else that would not have happened in the closed captioning. Yeah, no. It's I'm funny. like, that is Well, Tarzan's awesome. public domain. It is? Yeah. There's just a Disney version of it. Okay, yeah. okay. But, like, is it in the, in the Tarzan? There's, like, books, right? Yeah, there's books. There's other movies and stuff. So in the Tarzan books, does it go, like, oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I've never read the Tarzan books. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, we go back to Coruscant, and Obi-Wan okay. is tasked with going to get Grievous, you know? And we get the last interaction between Anakin and Obi-Wan, because the next time they see each other, uh, he meets Vader. So, uh... Yes. Uh, and it's a very nice moment, because Anakin is not turned yet. He's yeah. like, I want to apologize for how arrogant I've been and everything. Mm-hmm. And Obi-Wan's like, you're a far greater Jedi than I could ever be, and I'm proud of you. And you're really just like, well, fuck this movie, I'm turning it off right now, and the <sighs> ending never happens. This is the ending right here. Yeah. Obi-Wan dies to Joan Grievous. <laughs> no. Palpatine kills Anakin. No, they all just retire happily. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but yeah, and then Obi-Wan leaves, and Anakin tells him, may the Force be with you. And he's sad. But then we get to see Commander Cody. We do. He's on a. He's going to be heading to Utapau mm-hmm. with Obi Wan. He's going to be leading the clones there. Yes. And uh, you know. It's depressing. Which we see. But yes. It's sad because in this movie, when you see Order sixty six, you're just like, "Well, fuck the clones, right?" And then when you watch Clone Wars, you're like, "Well, fuck. It's not their fault." <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about it later. And it um, sucks because every clone you see in Clone Wars, you know, besides Rex and a couple others, they're either gonna die or they're gonna turn on the Jedi. More more than likely die. I'm sure a lot of them died, but So it kinda sucks. Especially watching this after Clone Wars. And we're probably yeah. gonna have to relive Order sixty six in the last season of Clone Wars. <laughs> and they're probably gonna show some of our favorite clones killing Jedi. Because Filoni likes to be an asshole. They're going to make fives kill some... Or does no. What? Does does fives and Echo, do they take out their chips or no? I don't want to spoil stuff because we're going to cover more Clone Wars. Fair enough. Um... So the leader of the planet is very trusting with Obi-Wan. Yeah. The uh, the leader of... Well, here, before we get there... sorry? I wanted to say, uh... Because Obi-Wan visited Padme... Does he know? He does not. About Anakin and Padme? Mm-mm. I think he does. Well, I don't think he's admitting it to himself, but I think he knows. I don't think he does because... Because why is he going to Padme every time he has a question about Anakin? Because they're close. They they can be friends, but he doesn't... But his genuine surprise later on when he comes back to see I don't her, think he's that surprised. Really? I, I think that's him finally accepting it. I think whenever he, knows. he says the baby's Anakin's, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe he does know the I whole think time. that's him just I mean, admitting it to think himself. Think about this. Your brother hangs out with this beautiful senator all the time. All the time, and she's all of a sudden she's, pregnant. Yeah, she's now pregnant. You go over there to guard her or fucking sleep in her bed or whatever you do. 
you're definitely in a relationship. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think he knows. I think he just didn't want to admit it because he knows the dangers and he doesn't want to be involved. And... Even though he has a girlfriend? Well, not really. I mean, he's in love, but they never get oh, together. okay. Fair enough. Because he doesn't want to disobey the Jedi Code. What a good Jedi. What a great Jedi. Um, so he arrives on, a uh, on Utapau. On he's, Utapau! He's talking to the leader and the leader is like, hey... They're on this level. Help us. <laughs> yeah. They're holding us hostage. And the race of the Utapau, I don't know the name for them, so I'm just going to call them the Utapau. The Utapauians? Sure. Uh, it's the same race as the Grand Inquisitor from uh, Star Wars Rebels. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So he's an Utapauan. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with it. Okay. Utapauan. Um, yeah, and then Obi-Wan is like, pretends to leave. Mm-hmm. His ship leaves. And then he takes a baga. That's the animal he was riding. The cool noises. Kind of I, I can't do it. Me but he's, and he's running I'm around sure. and he's looking for people. I'm glad I can't do that noise. Yeah. I feel like I'd be less human. I'm very upset I made the noise I did on. on yeah, I'll, I'll go on too. Okay. Uh. <laughs> so, put those together and it's exactly how it sounds. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, Obi-Wan finds the everyone and he jumps down and he's like, Hello there. General Kenobi. And he's like, General Kenobi. Which is very memed. Dude, but th- this is a good meme. <laughs> this is a good meme. This is a great meme. And uh, Obi-Wan, I mean, they're about to all just shoot Obi-Wan and get this over with, and Grievous is like, no. So sometimes Grievous is a bitch. Because when he fought Asajj in the last Clone Wars episode we talked about, he's like, kill her. This time he's like, no. Well, he did fight her first. And she kicked his ass. <laughs> and then he said, kill her. And now he's taking on the Jedi Master, and he's like... Well, doesn't he send in the battle, the his guards first? Yeah, and he takes out the guards. And then, then he's like, he's "All right, I'll take care of him." Also, he's like, "I've been trained in the in the Jedi arts by Count Dooku," and I'm like, "He knows. He fought you a couple weeks ago." Yeah, I'm. I'm like, <sighs> maybe he didn't know who trained him. Yeah, <laughs> this is the first time we ever see John Grievous. It should be scary. Seeing like he should look intimidating. Gee, just not. I know Obi Wan's gonna kick his ass when he starts spinning the sabers and everything. Yeah, like it should look scary and intimidating, but us knowing yeah. who he is, it's like, oh, that's just cringe. Yeah, Obi Wan just starts cutting off limbs. He's like, fine. <laughs> yeah. And then the clones arrive, and then all whole battle breaks out. Why do you okay? Why do you think they picked Grievous to run? The armies. What, who was he before he was a cyborg? We don't know in canon. We don't know. So he's just this random dude that decided to make in, a cyborg? In the old or? EU, I don't think he was human. I think he was humanoid race, but he okay. was like blown up and completely disfigured. And Dooku was like, hey, want to join the Separatists? And he's like, no. And he's like, you can get revenge. And he's like, all right. Okay, so he, he basically, I didn't know if he was like already a cyborg or they turned it into no, a cyborg. No, he's definitely, he was someone else and turned into a cyborg, okay. for sure. Uh, we don't know exactly in canon, but I think I that's a fair assumption. Did. That would be cool. Well, they need to at some point. I think they will. Eventually. Um, yeah, the clones arrive and they start fighting. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan drops his saber after uh, he chases uh, Grievous. Grievous gets in like his tire thing vehicle. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a cool vehicle. It's a cool vehicle, I just don't know the name of it. Yeah. And uh, he gives chase and drops his lightsaber. Uh, we go back to Mace, 
and he's like, I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Yeah. And I'm like, no shit, he's been leading your fucking Senate for a good ten years now, that's probably yeah. why. Um, and then Palpatine has a discussion with Anakin, and he basically just reveals himself. He's yeah, like, he's... he's like, learn my teachings. I can teach you the power of the dark side. And th- this is what all his, se- his seeds has led to. Yeah. He thinks he's he's planted enough that he can grow the tree. Is that a good analogy? <laughs> yeah, I guess. He's, he's like, okay, I think it's time. And yeah. Anakin is very taken aback. He's like, you're the Sith Lord. I've discovered it. <laughs> yeah. How do you know the dark side of the force? Yeah. You're the Sith Lord, aren't you? And he's, and you know, he's, he's goading Anakin. He's like, kill me. Anakin's like, I would like to, and he's like, Oh, I know you would. And the way he, I, he the way he gives that line, when he says, Oh, I know you would, is like so sexual. Oh my god! It, no, it is. He's like, he's like closes his eyes and kind of whispers it, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy's lust for evil is off so, the charts. Anakin is able to kill Count Dooku, a Sith Lord, easily. But when it comes to Palpatine, I guess he's friends with him. But he's still a fucking no, Sith Lord. No, I think what it was is that he was like... Because he killed Dooku and he shouldn't have. He was an unarmed prisoner. Yeah. And it wasn't the Jedi way. An unhanded prisoner. And he d- <laughs> but he did it at the request of the Chancellor. Now he's found out the Chancellor is a Sith Lord. He's like, well, I'm not going to make that mistake again. I'm going to turn him in and do it the right way. Go through the Senate. Yeah. yeah. And so that's when he goes to Mace and tells him. And Mace is like, well, we were going to arrest him anyway... Uh, because if he doesn't give up powers, but uh, if you're telling us the truth, I'll trust you. Well, he's like, are you sure? Yeah, he's like, are you sure? Are you absolutely sure? Are you sure, motherfucker? Dude, I wish there was one motherfucker in this movie. It, it should have been when he dies and gets thrown out of the window. You just hear a faint motherfucker. Yeah, he's just falling down. I'm tired of this motherfucking electricity. Uh, but anyway, he's like, all right, I trust you, but you got to stay here. You know, which is fair. Because he's too close to Palpatine. He knew something. But Anakin's the chosen one. Mace isn't going to be able to get the job done. Just saying. Anyway. I don't know. I think he could have. We, uh, he goes to, uh, to do that. Uh, we cut back to Obi-Wan versus Grievous. They kind of stop on this platform. And they're, it's basically a fist fight now. Which mm-hmm. he's a droid, so that's not fair. Yeah, he tries to kick him in the leg and he's like, Oh, fuck! <laughs> And uh, Obi-Wan does expose his heart, though. And mm-hmm. then he gets a blaster as he's, like, falling off the side. And he shoots him in the heart and just bursts in the flames and he dies. And here's another meme. How uncivilized. So uncivilized. Yeah. I fucking love that, too. Because, you know, it's not... Blasters are random and clumsy. And a lightsaber is a more elegant le- weapon for a more civilized age. Yes. I know Star Wars. Anyway... Yeah, he killed, he killed Grievous. Yeah, he just, it, was, it wasn't that hard. We knew this was going to happen, though. And, uh, you know, Anakin and Padme are, like, sitting in different buildings and staring across, contemplating the future. Mm-hmm. Hayden cries. He's a very good actor. Shut up, people. Leave him alone. Okay. I like Hayden Christensen, man. I like him, too. Uh, and, uh, you know, these Jedi, these Jedi masters confront Palpatine. Five. Five of them. And they're like, you're under arrest. And he was like, it's treason then. And we see him whip out a lightsaber. We've they never did. seen Palpatine with a lightsaber. He did my man Fisto real dirty. And he fucking spins in a... And he well, kills he four of them. he snarls first. He snarls. He goes, and he... 
or whatever he does. I can't do and it. He does this weird spin. He starts fighting. <coughs> he kills four of them in like three seconds, including Kit Fisto. Man, Fisto. if this would have been underwater, Fisto would have had it. Yeah, <laughs> boy. Um, but it comes down to just Mace and uh, and Palpatine. It's interesting here. Very interesting in this scene. A lightsaber can cut through a droid like hot butter, but when two lightsabers hit a glass window, it shatters into a million pieces. Because the window. What do you want about? When they're fighting, when Mace, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. They like well, what's your point? Hit the window. It's dumb. It should have just cut through it instead of shattering the window. Well, I think it cut through the part that it that it hit, and then that caused the rest of the glass to shatter. Because you punch a you punch a hole in the in the middle of a window, right? The rest of it is a very good chance it's going to shatter and fall. I'm a. You know what? We want to go test this now on the We're podcast. Gonna, we will. I will be back next week, and I'm going to grab a blowtorch and melt a window and see what happens to it. Well, I don't think that's going to be near as hot as a lightsaber, Jake. No, but it would give us... Okay, fine. I will get a tungsten rod and electric, uh, put electricity through it and superheat it. Here's how we find out, for sure. Ask George Lucas if it can. There we go. Well, he, he, he directed this, so obviously it breaks windows. There we go. Um, right, different physics. Different physics. You're right. Yep. Um, so Anakin arrives, even yep. though he was told not to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, here's the big question is, because Mace, uh, kind of has Palpatine beat, did he really beat him? Or was Palpatine, like, kind of goading him for well, Anakin? I, th- when did, so did Anakin show up? Right after he's uh, unarmed. Here's what I think. I think... I think he has to be goading him there at the end. Well, I obviously think, with the electricity. I think Mace legitimately disarmed him. Oh, yeah. But I think Palpatine had it under control still. I think Palpatine could have... Ju- yeah. I think Palpatine was like, oh, okay, well... It just happened... Because I don't think Palpatine's the swordman that Mace is. But Mace no. isn't nearly as strong in the force as Palpatine is. No, I mean, like, Mace has a purple lightsaber. That's how good of a swordsman he is. He, can dis- he gets to pick whatever fucking color yeah. he wants. I agree that... Well, I that's Samuel Jackson, not Mace Windu. That's true. Well, they're just one and the same. One and the same. I think uh, he did disarm him. Yeah. But I think he was really hyping up the theatrics there when Anakin did show Oh, him. yeah. He was like... Dang. He's like, look, the Jedi are taking over. Oh. And he's, uh, a, he's, he's a traitor. No, yeah. he's the traitor, you dumb shit. They're both kind of traitors. Mm. Yeah, but I would rather see the Jedi own the Council or own the Republic. But, uh, you know, he shoots his lightning at Mace, Mace blocks it, and he mm-hmm. starts to get disfigured. He's a gross which motherfucker. maybe wasn't part of his plan. I'm going to say it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, probably not. I think he can still beat him, but now he's never going to get laid again. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Snoke looks like shit. He looks like shit. Well, Snoke was maybe, cooked up in a lab. Maybe the... What? you not watched Rise of Skywalker? We see Snoke's body in like a test tube. Oh. Like a giant beaker, his body's just in there. No, I, I never it's saw that. It's clear as day! <laughs> Alright, anyway, we'll talk about that when we rewatch Rise of Skywalker. What? <laughs> I mean, I guess that could have been cloned it's after a guy DVD that really yet, looked like so that. I haven't gotten to really analyze it, because every time I've watched it so far is to be enjoying it. Yeah. 
Alright, cool, alright. It's like right in the forefront of the shot though, so I don't yeah. know how you missed it. Probably because I was looking at the like the dudes walking around. Alright, anyway. He gets disfigured by the lightning. Yeah. And then Mace is like, he's too dangerous to be kept alive. Yeah. Like, he's gonna kill him, and Anakin's like, no, he's gotta stand trial. Fair. And then Mace is gonna kill him, and Anakin's like, fuck that, and he cuts his hand off. Maybe you could've just blocked it. <laughs> Maybe you don't need to cut the hand off, you know? Well, they like cutting hands off. Yeah. That's just their thing. Because I don't think Anakin was thinking in this moment, all right, I'm going to kill Mace and turn to the dark side. I think he was thinking, I'm just going to stop him from killing Palpatine. Right. But then he cut his hand off. He's like, oh, shit. And Palpatine starts electrocuting him. He's like, oh, shit. And then he throws him out a window, and he's like, oh, shit. (laughs) And then he just drops down. He's like, what have I done? I think in this moment, Anakin realized there is no choice but to follow Palpatine. Because he can't live with himself. And he's he like, I might as well out. save Padme now. Right. He's like, well, I could have maybe saved her if I was a Jedi, but now that I'm a Sith Lord, I guess I might as like well. Like I said, I blame it. half of this, at least, on the Council. A good 30% yeah, of it's their fault. Yeah, trusted him more. If Qui-Gon would have still been around, maybe things would have been different. I Who mean, knows? it's just... But uh, he, uh, you know... Yoda feels this shit. And he talks... He, Anakin's like, just help me save Padme. And Sidious kind of admits he doesn't know how, because he says only one has ever discovered that power, referring mm-hmm. to Plagueis. And he's like, but with our powers together, we can we can figure it out. And uh, Which they do. Somehow, if Palpatine's still alive. Mm, maybe. Like, I have a theory on how Palpatine survived. Survived. Okay. We'll be getting yeah. to it in uh, Red Skywalker. After this uh, podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably. Anyway, uh... Or what I am uh, Oh, he uh, he christens him Darth Vader. Yeah. Why? <laughs> you are Darth Father. You are Bill. You are. Yeah, you can't have a cool name like Darth Maul or There's Darth some meaning Tyrannus. behind it, right? Because Sidious is because he's an insidious right. human being. Maul is because he's Vader the Force. Vader hasn't invaded anything yet as far as I'm concerned, so why is he called Vader? He's well, not a Vader. dad yet, so why is he called Vader? Where does it come from? Yeah, why is why, he called him Vader? Why not, like... Because like, hmm. Darth Tyrannus is, like, tyrannical. Yeah. That's cool. Well, he's a count of a planet, so, I mean, he's literally in control of... Right. So, I mean, like... I just wanted a meaning behind why he's named Vader. Because they named him Darth Vader... In the, in the, um, tr- in the original, original trilogy, trilogy, so they had to make... Gotcha. Yeah. Because he was a father. Though. I want a canon explanation on why he's called Darth Vader. <laughs> Palpatine's sitting in the room. He's, like, thinking, what will I name It's a month before this. this. He's brainstorming. Yeah, he's like, he's like, Darth Killer. No, it doesn't work. Darth Badass. No, that's not going to work. Darth Long Hallway Fight Scene. No, uh, it's too long. Darth Loves Padme. No, 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 no. Yo, yeah, he can't be like, Darth Love. No. Nope. <laughs> Dude, next Sith in canon, he's gonna be called Darth Love. Darth Love. He, he's in a metal band. Okay, but yeah, he, he names him Darth Vader, and he's like, mm-hmm. we gotta move fast, we gotta kill all the Jedi, and right. they're all enemies, even your friend Obi-Wan, so he's still, even, even after Anakin's turned, because he knows how close Anakin and Obi-Wan are, he's still trying to wedge them apart, so Anakin will be willing to kill Obi-Wan. Yeah. So we see Anakin walking into the temple with clones following him. And here's something I have to add. Okay. Where are the temple guards? Being slaughtered? 
well, Anakin hasn't slot. He's just now getting to the temples. Where are the temple guards? I have a theory on what happened. Okay. We know the Grand Inquisitor was a temple guard. I think he kind of kicked things off and slaughtered all the other temple guards before Anakin got there. I need to know more about the Grand Inquisitor, yeah. obviously. He's, he, he was a temple guard, so I think uh, huh. think he kind of Palpatine was kind of getting his hands into him, too. So, do you think the clones' chips are already activated at this point? Yeah. I think... Uh, but, but are all of them, or just the ones Anakin that are following Anakin right now? Well, doesn't Order 66 happen before this? No. No, it doesn't. No, it was Order 66 happens after. That's what's confusing me. Because, so are all the clones' chips already activated at this point, but they're just waiting for Palpatine to give the sign to say, go kill? I think maybe Order 66 happens. I think con- it all happens, it happens at the, Yeah, it's concurrently happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's all Because, I mean, it's the scene right after it, right. so. Um, but, still, it makes you question. Yeah. They could have probably edited it a little better, but. But what? But that does bring us into our next part. Order 66 yeah. happens. And some very sad music plays over Order 66. Um, a lot of notable Jedi are killed. The only thing that bothers me here is that Cody Tries. knows Palpatine. Yeah, he knows Palpatine. So have they been talking? Well, I don't... I think everyone knows Palpatine's the Chancellor. No, but this is like Emperor Palpatine. This is like Palpatine. I think they just... And he says, it's execute order 66. And he's like, yes, sir. I don't think they've been talking because it's the chip. It's not like he was like discussing it with them, you know. Fine! I just... Damn it. But still, fuck Cody, because he's not Rex. Yeah, exactly. Um, Piece of shit. Yeah, they execute 66. They try to kill Obi-Wan. Doesn't work. Yep. They do kill some notable Jedi. Keanu Mundi gets yep. murdered. Keanu Mundi. Ayla Secura gets murdered. Is that the Twilight? Yeah. Okay. Plo Koon gets murdered. Yes, he does. In his ship. In his ship. And it's just very sad. It is. They try to kill Yoda, but he's not falling for that shit. Nah, dude. Yoda's like... He's like, <laughs> I gotta be here for episode five and six. I like how Yoda just... <laughs> kills them and then the Wookiees are like fuck yeah kill clones but it, they well, don't I ask think, any questions I think they saw him kind of you know okay alright um, well I mean Chewbacca yeah. and this other Wookiee which I don't know his name you can't name the other Wookiee I know you can so go ahead and say it Tarful he makes parents of Jedi fall in order as well okay yeah Tarful was that said in the movie yeah I thought so. When Yoda leaves, he's like, goodbye, Chewbacca. That's goodbye, right. Goodbye, Tarful. Tarful. That's right. I know my Star Wars. Because I was about to say, Tarful sounds really familiar. He must have said yeah. it at some point. He does say it. He says it a little after this. Yeah. Um. Where was I in my notes? I need to, like, label my notes. So they go, um, this is just after Yoda. Oh, I wrote here, uh, Rex and Wolf, Wolf and Gregor do not commit Order 66. They have their trips removed before this. Wolf and Gregor. Two other clones you meet in the Clone Wars. So Rex, Wolf, and Gregor? They're the only three canonical ones we know of that don't commit Order 66. But if I'm in Rebels, we see like... We see three. Rex, Wolf, and Gregor. We only see three? Yeah. Wow. Rex, Wolf, and Gregor. Gregor is a uh, commando, too. He's naked? No. (laughs) No, just no underwear. Oh, okay. Uh, But no, he's he's a commando trooper. Oh, wow. And then... But he's kind of lost his mind since the Wolf war. Wolf is... 
Wolf, we see him a little bit in Clone Wars. You haven't yet, but he's got like a scar over his eye. And so why didn't Rex tell more clones? I don't think he actually knew what the chip did. I just think he knew he was being controlled by a chip, so he took it out. Because Fives kind of started to uncover some shit about the chip. Why didn't Fives take... Well, Fives died, I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> Way to spoil yourself there. Yeah. All right. Damn it. Younglings die. <laughs> <laughs> so Anakin... <laughs> He slaughters the younglings. We don't get to see it, unfortunately. I mean, uh, thank God. <laughs> we do see it later in a hologram recording. It's true, we do. Um, but yeah, he slaughters these younglings. Yoda leaves Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk, yeah. Kashyyyk. I, I could have named this planet, so. Are you sure? C yes. Well, don't worry, we got some more planets. For okay, coming sweet. Up. Um, and then they're like, alright, what's, what's going on? Obi-Wan's like, hey... He escapes, right? And he's like, what's going on? And Bail Organa's like, yeah, they tried to kill Yoda, too. We'll help you. Yeah. And he's on the Tantine Four, the Hammerhead Corvette. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that, cause that's his ship. And That's uh, Obi-Wan's ship? No, that's Bail's. Oh, Bail's Bail Organa's. Okay, I was like, I was like, I thought Leia's was... adopted father. Right. And, uh, they're like, alright, let's gather our wits about ourselves. And, uh, the Separatists were completely just pawns for Palpatine. You know? Yeah. Because he was just trying to construct this whole war. Right. And he has, uh, he's made, he, Grievous had made them all go to Mustafar. I'm assuming you knew that planet. Yeah, it's Mustafar, a lava planet. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Uh, and so, they're chilling out there. Is Mustafar a moon? No. It has a moon. What is that big planet behind it, then? Might be its moon. I don't know. I don't know what big planet you're referring to. So when they fly, when Anakin flies in Mustafar later, there's a big, massive planet behind it. I don't know. I was okay. paying attention. I know it has a moon, though. Okay. Because we see it in... Maybe, maybe he was flying into Mustafar, but its moon is also lava. Because For Fortress Inquisitoris is mm -hmm. the moon of Mustafar. That way Vader can get to the Inquisitors very quickly if he needs to. Okay. Because his castle's on okay. Mustafar. Yeah, I knew that. Um... So, yeah, all the Separatist leaders are on Mustafar, and Vader shows up and kills them all. Did we skip something here? Did we? I didn't. Um, well, he lies to Padme first, before leaving. Oh, yeah. He's, like, super... Just straight up lying to her. Yeah, the, like, well, the, from his point of view. The way I he sees so. things. The Jedi turn. The Jedi turn the, on the Republic, and he's... So, is Mustafar... Is, is it... I mean, it's really cool. Is it only dark right now because of the eclipse? Maybe. Because we see it in Rise of Skywalker. Right? I, well, yeah, but in Rise of Skywalker, it's also not covered in lava. So That's what I was thinking. It, did it cool off? Yeah. So it's not... A, it became an actual, like, living planet at that yeah. point. Okay. That's There's an explanation of why it heals so much in uh, Vader VR. It's because they... I think you told me I told you a little this. bit about it, yeah. So I, don't, I, kinda, I don't know if I want to talk about it on the podcast. All right, that's the end. Yet. We'll talk about it eventually. Alright, All right, keep going. But, uh, Obi-Wan and Yoda decide they have to uh, go back to the Jedi Temple to turn off this beacon that alert all the Jedi to come back. That would make the most sense. And uh, Obi-Wan reprograms it for the Jedi to stay away once they get there and slaughter a bunch of clones. Huh. A 
have to look into that. Okay. Um, but uh, what I put on here, because mm-hmm. he he sends out this message of all the Jedi to stay away, right. we actually see that message in Rebels. The holocron Kanan has, has a video, or a hologram, of Obi-Wan saying, this is a warning to all Jedi, stay away, the Republic has turned against us. And we see that not only Rebels, but in Fallen Order, uh, on the holocron that uh, Seer has as well. So all, all, all the surviving Jedi have gotten this message. Yeah. So you think Kanan... Right? Kanan, yeah. Kanan is the kid from... Well, not the kid that died. But Let's say think, that kid died, so probably do you, not. Do you think he was a youngling at the temple at the time? Uh, well, he was a little more advanced than young, because he had a master. He was a pad oh, okay. He was a yeah. pad He has his own comic series that shows how he, uh, how Order 66 affected him, how he escaped. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, that message has been seen in canon. Yeah, Um, and then Yoda tries to protect Obi-Wan from the truth, because Obi-Wan's like, I gotta know what happened, and Obi-Wan's like, you don't want to know what happened. Yeah. You don't, Obi-Wan, just let it go. Because now the future's not clouded, and you can see everything. Well, now we Um, know. But Obi Wan opens the uh, the uh, the message, and I just wrote Obi Wan's heart breaks because he sees the person he's been training since he was a little boy, oh, killing little boys. I didn't speak anything about that. Yeah, yeah. I spoke about how it's bullshit that they even had security cameras in Palpatine's chambers, and they didn't know he was the Sith Lord. <laughs> well, I don't think he was conducting Sith business in the security chambers. He had his hidden base on Coruscant somewhere. We know that. Yeah, but I feel like he was talking. Didn't one time he literally talk to the Separatists from that? I don't think it was from his office. All right, even that. Um, but Obi Wan shows up to Padme's and he's just telling her everything. She's like, "I don't believe you." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And he goes to leave, and that's when he goes. Anakin's the father, isn't he? Yeah. And he's he, like, "I'm so sorry," but I think that yeah, he knew. He knew. He knew. He, it's kind of like a deep down knowledge. Yeah. The situation. It was just, I think it was just him accepting it. And then... And then we cut to Anakin on Mustafar after he slaughtered all these people. And he's crying. Because I, I don't think Anakin at this point is fully transformed into Vader. And I think he, he didn't want things like to happen like this. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of regretting it. But he knows it's his only yeah. kind of action right now. And Padme runs away and says... Yeah, Padme starts to leave, but Obi-Wan stows away on the ship. And she says, C-3PO. Dude, C-3PO's got those moves, man. (laughs) Listen, 3PO doesn't get enough credit. He's a hero in Return of the Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. He saves their asses. What does he do in Return of the Jedi? He's like a god to the Ewoks. The Ewoks were going to cook him. Oh my god. He was. They were going to cook him. That's full on armor. No, they were going to cook him. If it was Wookiees, it wouldn't have happened that way. If it was not for 3PO, Luke and Han would have been cooked alive and eaten by teddy bears. Thank god for C-3PO. Fair enough. And they would have been smashing the trash compactor. So he saved him a bunch of times. That's true. He didn't save him. Anyway. But I feel like R2 also could have done that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Padme arrives, and she's talking to Anakin. And he's just been completely consumed by fear mm-hmm. of losing Padme and just a lust for power he's now gained. Because he's like, we can yeah. overthrow the Chancellor. We can rule the galaxy. Yeah. And she's just like, this is not... What yeah. I signed up for at You're all. You're going down a path that I can't follow. Okay, well, we didn't need to read that line. No, listen, listen, listen. She says here, 
You're breaking my heart. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. (laughs) She says here, come back with me so we can raise our child. Okay. She doesn't know she has twins. Bullshit. I know she doesn't, right? Their technology is more advanced. And even the medical droid at the end already knows it's twins before she has birth. So that means she just never asked. If yeah, it was twins. there's a lot of... Hey, listen, there's a lot of people out there that don't want to know anything about their kids before they're born. I don't want to know if I'm having twins. I don't want to know the gender. I want to be surprised. There's people out there like that. I'm not making not it like up. I am not like that. I am not like that. There's a lot of people out there like that. That's not even a joke. Like, that's just... We're doing ultrasounds every fucking week, no. baby. There's people who do not want to know. It's a legitimate thing. I know, but... Damn. So, I mean... And Anakin's been too busy to really go to the doctor's appointments, I'm assuming. <laughs> that's so. true. Um, okay, that's all, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. He now chokes her. And Well, he sees Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, you're, you're lying, you brought him here to kill me, and he yeah. starts choking her, which, like I said earlier, is an awful thing to it's do. It's attempted murder. It, it? It's an awful, horrible thing to do. You should never choke someone unless they want you to, I guess. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, but I, he does not have the intent to kill her. I do not think he has the intent to kill her. That's true. Because when he when he comes up later, he even asks, yeah, yeah, asks Sidious yeah. if she's alright. So I don't think he intended to kill her. Um, but Obi-Wan is like, let her go. We're going to fight now. As a kid, I cried during this scene. And so I have to know. Because Obi-Wan never tries to turn Anakin back during the scene. He just yells at him and tells him what he did wrong. What What would be different if Obi-Wan tried to turn him back? Could he have? No. I don't think so. Not at this point. Because Obi-Wan... Obi-Wan wouldn't have wanted... Because here's the thing. Obi-Wan, from the second Anakin turned, never believed there was good left in him. He was just convinced he's a monster. Mm -hmm. Because even when Luke tells him, I'm going to turn him back, Obi-Wan's like, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) But it worked. So, but that was his son. You know? Would Obi-Wan be able to... If Obi-Wan believed there was good in him, would he have been able to... Uh, I think you would think if anyone could it'd be Obi-Wan I think there's a great moment when they're fighting when they're on the lava when they're just standing there looking at each other and they're not fighting I think if he would have turned off his lightsaber and just talked to Anakin I think he would have had a chance at turning him back I know he but he just Anakin. he had no faith in Anakin he lost all his faith in Anakin after he killed Younglings yeah, yeah, I would too <laughs> fair but so like if I saw you start killing preschool. Well, listen, we don't live in a Star Wars world. The dark side doesn't flow through me. <laughs> I don't think yeah, the dark I hope side nothing flows through you. I don't think the dark side and the light side work in our world the same way it works in Star Wars. Oh, but because like no one's gonna be like, no, there's good in Charles Manson. We can turn him back. No, I think Charles Manson's too far gone. <laughs> no, don't don't try to suggest no, that we can turn. No, I think he's bad. I think he's bad. But I'm just saying. There were some people who thought that. Yeah, cultists who believed Charles Manson was a decent guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All right, fair enough. So, yeah, maybe, I think maybe, I think maybe yeah, he could have. Maybe he would have had a chance. We do see Anakin's fighting style change a little bit. I wrote that down too. It's much more aggressive. Yes, it's very aggressive. It's very one-handed. A lot of flourishes. A lot of lots of physicality. It was very calculated and two-handed, and slower. Yeah. In the, in the past, I mean, still fast because it's. There's fun. that great shot where they're going down the corridor too, and the sabers are scratching the walls mm-hmm. and stuff. It's really nice. And I love the fucking saber flourish. The oh yeah. 
Uh, the, the song that plays over this Battle of Heroes is my favorite theme in all Star Wars. Okay, does it not start with Duel of the Fates? I think it does, but it That's, transitions. Okay. It I transitions can, pretty quick. I can't decide which one I like better. I love Battle Heroes. They're both so good. Battle Heroes is my favorite. Uh, and the, But as this is going on, mm-hmm. Yoda confronts the Emperor, which is like the most powerful light side versus the most powerful dark side. It's very much uh, the case. And he just comes in, he takes out two, two uh, uh, guards, that's what they're called. He takes out two guards oh, okay. very quickly. They are, are they? Yeah, I was going to say droids. I was like, nope, they're not droids. Um, he takes out two guards very quickly. Mm-hmm. And there's, uh, there's a, so going into there's this, a scuffle. Yeah, going into this he fight. He pushes him over a chair and looks like an idiot. Yeah, true, true. Going into this fight, watching the original trilogy, and then going into this, you're like, yeah, neither of these are going to die. Nothing's going to happen <laughs> Yeah, nothing's going to happen. Like, we know they both are in the original trilogy. So it's just kind of a pointless fight, but still cool to see, because it's... One thing I do want to point out is that uh, Palpatine says Darth Vader will become more powerful than either of us. So he does, he does see Anakin as his successor. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people... I hate the complaint in Rise of Skywalker... That's like, oh, well, the Emperor would never want a successor or anything. No, he's looking for a successor. That's the Sith way. Yeah, they look for someone power enough to one day overtake you. Because sure, you're the most powerful being. Because you want the existence. Sith line to continue forever. Right. You can only live forever for so long. Yeah. Because if you live forever, say Darth Bane lived forever, the Sith would have never gotten as powerful yeah. as it is. Bane tried to live longer, not because he wanted to keep power forever, but because he thought his apprentice wasn't worthy. Yes. And that's why he wanted to, to do that. But we'll get into that another day when I finally get this guy to read. True, true. Anyway, Anakin and Obi-Wan are fighting. Yeah. And they're very much equals in this fight. I think it's very yeah. it's very shown that Obi-Wan can hold his own. Anakin's very powerful, but Obi-Wan is not, not shabby. I mean, as far as their lightsaber... Obi-Wan's more focused, though. Yes. That's definitely... That That is, I think, what it ultimately yeah. is Anakin's downfall, is that Obi-Wan is just calmer. Yeah. He's ready to do what he has to. Yeah. And he, Because he's following the light side. The, uh, back to the Yoda and Obi-Wan fight. Yoda. <laughs> Yoda and Palpatine fight. Palpatine just starts throwing Senate pods at Yoda. Yeah. And then Yoda, like, grabs one, and he's, like, he starts spinning it, and then he throws it back, and you see Palpatine go, like, oh. And he, like, jumps <laughs> off. This, that was kind of done to him. He was like, <laughs> But, I mean, they, there's this, like, he shoots lightning at him, and Yoda starts absorbing it. But this ain't no Dooku lightning. This Emperor lightning. And there's, like, this explosion of lightning. Yeah. Well, it was interesting because, like, he starts absorbing it, and then as he's doing it, he, like, it's almost like he's getting weaker. Yeah. he's, like, takes a lot of power. He's like, what the fuck is this? And there's that explosion that knocks him all the way to the floor. The Emperor hangs on. So the Emperor technically beat Yoda in this fight. Yoda yeah. Yoda runs for the hills. And then Yoda's like, well, I gotta be in episode five. Yeah. So he runs away. And he, uh, Bale saves him. He's like, in exile I must go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then we get back to Anakin and Obi-Wan. They're swinging from ropes and it's getting sabers. Yeah, that's crazy They're shit. pirates right now. Uh, they, but but they, that's when they... Uh, they get on the uh, lava platforms. We hear more about points of view. Yes. Because from Anakin's point of view, the Jedi are evil. Which, it, retarded, but sure. 
Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Oh, wait, that's an absolute. Uh, God. I skipped over that earlier, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They fight. Um, Obi-Wan gets the high ground. Anakin tries it. He shouldn't have. Uh, Obi-Wan cuts all his limbs off, except his uh, robotic arm, and he has defeated Anakin. He goes into his big emotional speech about how he was the chosen one, and he was supposed to bring balance to the force. And Anakin just, in response, just yells, I hate you. I hate you! And Obi-Wan responds with how he loved him. You are like a brother, Anakin. And Anakin, after he said that, Anakin genuinely looked sad when he said that. And then he burst into flames. (laughs) (laughs) So, so put yourself in Obi-Wan's shoes. Would would you, like, mercy kill Anakin That was, that, yeah, I would have stabbed him. (laughs) Like, come on. Like, I know! No, come on. Like... But you I think left it, him to burn alive. I think in Obi-Wan's mind, that's not Anakin, though. That's Vader. Anakin's dead. Because like I said earlier, he didn't even try and turn him back because I think he thinks Anakin's gone. And it, it tore him up to do it. You see him, like, crying when he's walking away. But, man, just finish him off. Like, I guess he didn't know that he was going to survive, but still. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he goes back to the ship, and uh, he checks on Padme, and she's like, Is Anakin all right? And he's just like, I'm not going to respond to that. Um, okay. But Vader does survive the burning. Yes. He's burned to a crisp. And uh, Obi-Wan brings Padme to... Say it. Where did he, where did he bring Padme? You're talking about a planet? Where are you, where are you, where yeah, where'd they, where'd they take Padme? Come on, I told you there'd be uh, more opportunities. Alderaan? No. No. Oh, to the, they take her to the asteroid. Yeah, what's it called? Oh, I have no idea what the asteroid's called. Polis Massa. No, nope, wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> Wait, Polis Massa? Yeah. Okay. They're running out of ideas. This yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Well, porous. there, the medics get to work, and they're like, she has lost the will to live, which is bullshit. That's not how life works. So I have a theory that Palpatine is draining her life energy from across the galaxy yeah. to give to Anakin. Oh. So this might be the first kind of instance of force healing, except that you can't heal that much fucking burning, so it's just kind of giving him life force. Okay. That's my theory, because okay. I hate the fucking Nos the Will to Live thing. That's I think it's stupid. stupid. Um, but one of the reasons I say that is because as Vader is being put together, Padme's giving birth, and number one, why Luke and Leia? Give us some context. Um, yeah. Oh, it's a boy. Oh, Luke. Yeah. It's a girl. Oh, Leia. But, uh, you know, Vader takes his first breath right as Padme takes her last. So that's why I'm thinking maybe it was transferring Mm. her life force. Hmm. But, uh, what's funny about this, I guess it's not really funny, it's kind of fucked up, uh, is Anakin's fear of his dreams are exactly what made it come true. Yeah. Like, if he didn't, wasn't afraid of him so much, it wouldn't happen. If he followed the way of the Jedi... None of this would have yeah. happened. So dumbass. And uh, Padme uh, tells Obi Wan right before she dies, she's like, "There's still good in him." And Obi Wan's like, "There ain't shit left in him now after what I did." Yeah. And uh, she dies. This no line. And we see Vader in the suit for the first time rise up, which Hayden Christensen was not supposed to be in the suit. They were gonna get a, a, a guy in the suit, but he insisted on it. He was like, "I've been playing Anakin." I'm gonna get to wear the suit. Yeah. And George is like, alright, fine. 
Which they, I commend him for that. But of course they have uh, James Earl Jones. Oh, of course. You know, I don't think Hayden was ever going to do the yeah. voice. Uh, um, but that, no. But let's skip that for a minute. No. Okay. We fine. haven't got to it yet. All right, fine. Vader learns that Padme's dead. The Emperor tells... I think, the, like I said, I think the Emperor drained her life force. Mm-hmm. But he tells her that he killed her. So I think... Which isn't uh, true. His anger. Which isn't true anyway. Yeah, no. Because she survived that. So it's like... This lying piece of shit. Yeah. This motherfucker. So when he learned, when Vader learned he had a kid, why wasn't he just like calling up the Emperor and being like, hey, motherfucker, what was that bullshit you said about me killing my wife? Uh, He's too deep at that point. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he yells no and starts destroying the... Okay, I just want to talk about this because I feel like it's super cringy, but it does show some of his emotion... I just... Not good emotion. <laughs> I just don't... Yeah. I don't think James Earl Jones delivered the line perfectly. Probably perfect to George Lucas's... What he wanted. I don't think he even needed the line. Just show him destroying the shit. Yeah, I guess so. Because he destroys the room, and the Emperor's just smiling. He's got this evil smile on his face. Like, he's so proud. He's like a proud dad. Like a... Yeah, proud, like, anal-looking face. Yeah. Man. And, uh, I mean... Fucking Luke gets the short end of the stick on this deal. Because Bail Organa's like, we've always wanted a girl. We'll raise her on Alderaan as a princess. And then Yoda's like, take the boy to his family on Tatooine where he'll be a farmer. Fuck! <laughs> like, that's, that's kind of bullshit. Yeah. But, you know. And then he's like, he's like, he's like, Obi-Wan, I got some training for you on your exile. He's like, okay, what? He's like, an old friend has returned in the nether realm of the force. He's like, all right, who? He's like, your old master. And we learn that Qui-Gon is, is a Force ghost. He's become one with the Force. force. Ghost. Yeah, well, so the first one we know about. Yeah. And so he's going to be communicating with Obi-Wan in his exile. So does that mean that we're going to get to see or hear some Liam Neeson in the Obi-Wan series? Do we have to? I would hope so. I also forgot this scene existed. Yeah? No idea. Well, uh, but but this isn't the first time Obi-Wan has seen... Well, to be fair, he is... probably doesn't know if the whole Mortis thing happened or not. Oh, you're right. Because it was... Yeah. You're right. So, Damn. Yeah. Huh. Shit. Yeah, but uh, the Bill Garner takes R2 and 3PO to Captain Antilles to put yeah. under his command. And he says, wipe the protocol droid's memory. So that's why 3PO doesn't remember any of this shit. Yeah. Doesn't explain why Obi-Wan doesn't remember him, but, you know, whatever. Uh, he's seen an old man at that point. Yeah. Um, Padme is buried. Nope, never have any droids. Poor R4. <laughs> I think he didn't give a shit about R4 anymore. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Padme was buried with the necklace that Anakin gave her. I, I, I want to know the science behind this, too, about her dying right after pregnancy. I feel like they, had, they got the kids out. Yeah. So wouldn't her stomach be a little bit smaller? But I don't know. I, like, I don't know how... Her stomach wasn't that big when they were burying her. Yeah. She had a full stomach. I don't think so. Whenever she was getting wheeled out. I don't believe you. Uh, Why would I make the note? I think she was just wearing a lot of clothes. <laughs> all right, fine. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to her stomach, all okay. right? I was looking at the necklace, because that's what it was focusing on. That was looking at her pregnant stomach still. Anyway. We have different uh We cut things we a little bit, and we see Imperial Star Destroyers, TIE Fighters flying. Mm. And the construction of a Death Star. Which means that they had... It either has to be a little bit of a time jump... Well, it probably is a little bit of a time jump. Yeah. 
But it means that uh, Krennic was just hired. Because he's the one that spearheads the construction of the Death Star. Yeah, Krennic... Or unless he was hired on later to take over. Yeah. Because construction doesn't wasn't just going well. Because, I mean, it took 20 years to build this fucking thing. Yeah, because I feel like at this point it's like they're just making the frame. Yeah. They're just getting the materials together. Um, Leia is taken to Alderaan with her new family and her theme plays. Yeah. Dude, I, I wrote that down. I was yeah. like, oh, and it yeah. makes me cry every time you're thinking Shut Carrie up. Fisher. Um, <laughs> Luke is taken to uh, the Lars homestead on Tatooine yep. with his family and they're looking at twin sons and his theme plays his from theme, episode yep. four. And Obi-Wan is stroking his chin, and he walks off, and the movie ends. I got a question for you. Okay. Other than they weren't thought of yet by George Lucas, why do you think the clones weren't in the original trilogy? Because uh, they are aged super fast, so they were but old. Rex was in them. Rex is in. Well, because that the was trilogy. because nah. that wasn't planned to be Rex until recently. Okay, so they they age super fast. Yeah, and they didn't have any more DNA to clone Django, so they're just like start right. recruiting. So you don't think you don't think it's possible that clones are still alive? Oh no, there's definitely some still alive. Like, why don't why wouldn't they use them as commanders? Because they are better trained than any soldier you can get. I, I don't think Palpatine is really worried about any resistance anymore. He's got this whole empire who's going to oppose him. That's true. So you might as well recruit instead of making yeah. an army. Cheaper. Yeah, it is a lot cheaper. People who want to fight for you. Yeah. And get paid dirt because you don't have to pay clones. So then you balance it out. Yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah, that's Revenge of the Sith. It's a good movie. It is a it is a good movie. Not my favorite movie of all time, but it is a good movie. It's not your favorite movie ever. No, no. It's you have some bad either. taste in movies, though. Don't even fucking lie right now. You have horrible taste in movies. Okay, name one movie I like that you hate. Iron Man Two. <laughs> That's not an Iron Man movie. <laughs> I am biased against <laughs> Iron Man, just like you're biased against some movies, too. I am not. Name one movie I'm biased towards. I don't think on that. Anyway, that's Revenge of the Sith. Long episode today, because we had a lot of notes. Yeah, I, seven pages. Almost two hours. It's our longest podcast, by the way. It's our lot. longest podcast, but I'm sure people will love it. And this is, hell, only... 40 minutes shorter than the fucking movie is, so it's two hours and 20 minutes. All right, well, I mean, do you have any closing thoughts and statements? I, I like this movie. I, I also do. And Hayden Christensen is underrated. And the prequel trilogy is underrated. Prequel trilogy is underrated. But it's finally starting to get its due now. Well, the, the fans of the prequel trilogy are Episode two and three are underrated. I will agree with that. We, we, we talked about episode one. I like that the prequels are finally starting to get their due, though. Yeah, because it's Wars not world. all just bullshit. Yeah. Like, it does have some emotion. It does have some care. It's definitely, there are some parts of the prequels that are iffy, but there's also some parts of the um, sequels that are iffy. I mean, like... Well, let's not even open that can of worms with uh, you. Yeah. I like most of it. We're going to have a four-hour discussion on Last Jedi. I, I like most of all of Star Wars. 
most of all of Star Wars. Right, like, most of Star Wars, I love. There are some things in every movie, very little in the original trilogy, I'll be honest. Very, very little. But there's, I'm sure I can find one thing to nitpick in the okay. originals. Um, but there is at least one thing I don't like in every movie, right? Except Iron Man, apparently. <laughs> I'm in in every Star Wars movie. I'm okay, a Star okay. Wars right now. It's a Star Wars show. All right. Uh, but I do really enjoy this movie, and I do really enjoy the prequels. So with that being said, what's next week? Hmm. Uh, Solo? A New Hope is next week. What? We're going to watch episode we're watching, four. We're watching A New Hope. Where it's all started. Oh, man. I'm going to have like one page of notes. I'm going to have uh, at least three or four. Yeah. But I'm sure uh, we'll have plenty to talk about. We'll have plenty to talk about. It's not going to be this long, I'll tell you that right now. No. <laughs> be uh, like an hour, maybe. Yeah, it's definitely a um, prologue movie. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about when it comes to... Uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. But uh, New Hope is definitely going to be a weaker. So you're saying that the first Star Wars movie ever made is the most insignificant of the original trilogy, is that what you're saying? This is the movie that started it all, Jake. I don't think it's an insignificant. I don't think they had their footing yet, though. You're going to get some hate. No, but I don't I, I don't think it was a cohesive... Oh, no, you're I digging don't... yourself in a no, hole. No, listen... I don't think it was a full cohesive story yet, right? They needed all three episodes to get the full story because unlike before, there wasn't a lot of trilogies out there, especially sci-fi fantasy trilogies. All right, well, we'll discuss this next week so you can tear Jacob Park then. Oh, my <laughs> um, God. Anyway, thanks for watching this episode of watching, listening to this episode of Master and Apprentice. Next week is a new hope hopefully jake will have time to think before he speaks next week and and we will see you guys next week